0: Are you seriously tired of the self-criticism? Maybe there's a voice in your head that keeps telling you you're not enough. Look, I am here to tell you, girlfriend, brother, sister, that you are enough. You have everything you need. It says in the word that you lack nothing and you have everything you need for a life of godliness. And the Lord, the same spirit that rose to Jesus from the dead lives within you. So I want to encourage you with those words as we get started in this episode about self-love and self-acceptance. I have been on my own personal journey for years. And I grow more and more understanding and I receive more and more revelation from the Spirit about what it really means to love and accept myself. So I'm just going to share some things that the Lord has really put on my heart to share, some things I've learned, and I just really pray that this episode blesses you and blesses your heart so you can stop rejecting yourself, stop telling, you know, that, stop the voice in the voices and the accusations um, from the accuser that you are not enough because you have everything you need. You are completely enough. So let's love ourselves while we're in the process of becoming more like Christ. Amen? All right, let's go. Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast, where we are here to grow in faith, boldness, and love together. You're going to hear some incredible stories, testimonies, and wisdom from fellow sisters who have been transformed by their relationship and walk with Jesus. As you listen to the podcast, my hope for you is that you will be inspired and encouraged to walk boldly and confidently in God's calling for your life. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, daughter of the Most High King and your host. And sister, I'm so grateful you're here. This isn't your Average Christian women podcast. We're going to hit on some topics that you may have never talked about in a church setting before. We go deep and we get real, but all in love. So get ready and let's dive in. I've learned to embrace every part of me. What someone say, the good and the bad. I've accepted the parts of me that are still in process and I give them love and care instead of rejection and criticism. Phrases like, oh, are we still here? When will this be over? Oh, I just want to move on. These are the types of phrases that keep you down and keep you focused on the current issue, the current problem, the current challenge that you're facing, rather than the solutions of heaven. Loving the parts of you that you want to change can be so hard. I cannot tell you guys how many times, you know, I would be working on something and I would trip over something or something would go wrong and I would cuss and I would be so frustrated with myself because I wanted to be at a place where that wasn't even a part of me. Um so that's that was always really challenging for me. Um or you know pieces of um things you just want to change, right? There's parts of yourself that you want to be different. You want to be more organized. You want to not have this issue. You want to. And the more that we get frustrated with the parts of us that are still in process, the more we focus on that, the more they become bigger than they actually are. Because the more, the where we put our focus is where things expand. So the more we put our focus on oh, I still have this problem, I still have this issue, it'll all be the only thing within our peripherals, right? It's the only thing we can see. It's blocking all the goodness and all of the future promises that the Lord has for you in your current vision, right? It's not blocking it like, oh, you know, I can't get to them. It's more so that your vision is blocked um, from seeing the goodness of the Lord. So you really have to learn to accept and embrace your process. I'm gonna, you're gonna hear me say accept and embrace a lot, so get ready for it. um, Because I really feel those like, those are the keys, right? Is accepting, you know, accepting these things, accepting the process of where you're at and embracing it, saying um, with the attitude, of instead of, oh, why am I still here? And that frustration, right? Getting out of frustration and going back into focus. Um, I have another podcast episode I'm going to do on this, but really going from frustration to focus in your current process, realizing that, oh, I need to get out of this place of frustration and I need to get back into focus on Jesus and realize that I am in a process and the work that he promised that he would complete in me, he will finish. It's a promise, it's done. Hallelujah. We need to be in that place of celebration and in the solution mindset of heaven. It's already done. It's already it's already completed. We don't have to worry or be frustrated. Again, all these things I'm sharing with you um, know that, you know, I'm learning and still developing and it's a choice I have to make every day. There's plenty of times I still want to be frustrated about where I'm at or, you know, why is this process taking so long? Like, oh my goodness, my impatience comes up and there's lots of parts of me that I'm ready. I want to see changing, but This is where our trust and faith in the Lord really comes in. We have to trust Him that He knows what He's doing. And little by little, even when we don't see it, He's working. Whew, that is a good worship song because it's true. Even when we don't see the little things that He's changing in us, He doesn't see, we don't see the little, you know, places He's healing our heart. um, He's still doing it. And that work, He's, like I said, that work He started, He promised to finish it. So accept and embrace your process. Honestly, fall in love with it if you can. (laughs) I don't know if I'm quite in love with it, to be honest, but I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Amen. So this next point is really tied into the first one of, you know, accepting and embracing your process. You can even add on receive. Amen. Receive, accept, and embrace your season. Right? You may be in a process where you're having so much growth in you. Um, so much work is happening, but your season is one of planting. Your season is one of rest. Your season is one of, um, maybe it is one of growth. What is the season that you're in? So one, um, I think key here is when we're talking about accepting and embracing your season that you're in, we have to know the season that we're in, right? How can we, receive it, accept it, embrace it. If we're not unclear, we're not sure. So if you're not sure what season you're in, ask the Lord. Um, this is a beautiful thing that we have. We have access to the Holy Spirit. Um, so we can always ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what season am I in? You know, you don't need to wait until, um, a Sunday service and have someone prophesy over what season you're in. You have the same Holy Spirit living within you. Ask the Holy Spirit. Um, what season am I in? What do you want me to do in this season? What, what are you, where am I, where do you want me to learn in this season? Um, so just really embracing this season that you're in and not trying to go ahead of the Lord. Oh my goodness. I can't tell you how much frustration I've caused myself because I try to jump ahead of the Holy spirit, or I try to jump ahead of what the Lord is doing, but every single part of the process and this season is important. Just like, you know, if imagine if, winter went straight into summer. Um that wouldn't that would probably kill all the plants. <laughs> it would not work. Um it would probably do damages to the earth in ways. I'm not a scientist. I shouldn't have used this example. But you get what I'm saying like every part of the process is important from winter to spring to summer to fall to winter. The cycle continues. So every part of the process just like how he created the earth is important in our lives too. So we don't damage or hurt ourselves or hurt others, right? This is something that I think we don't really pay attention to a lot. Um, at least for me, I've experienced a lot of frustration and again, this is where an opportunity that we have to, um, yeah, just trust in the Lord and really grow in our faith that he is a faithful God and that he works all things for good for good. Okay. Okay. So we talked about accepting, receiving, accepting, and embracing the process and your season. Now I want to talk a little bit about mm, accepting and pursuing your desires. So, wow. So the scripture says that... The Lord gives us the desires of our heart. And for so long I thought that scripture meant, oh, God's going to give me what I desire. Ha! Oh my gosh, wow. No. That's not. That's not it. That's not what the scripture means. The scripture means that the Lord when you so you are in unity with Jesus, right? You sit on his right the right hand of his throne. Please read Ephesians, it'll blow your freaking mind. If you don't know this stuff, read Ephesians, all of it. So you're on the right hand of the throne of the father. You're in complete unity through the blood of Christ. So you, your desires become the Lord's desires. As you be. Become more like Jesus as you open your heart more to him, as you spend more time with him, you become more like Jesus, and his desires become your desires. Oh, that's amazing. How cool is that? So he gives us the desires of our heart. That's what the scripture is talking about: is that the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. So we need to start accepting our desires and not rejecting them. And I can just, I cannot tell you how many times I just rejected desires that I had, um, that, and I suppressed them because I was following someone else's idea of, um, you know, perfection in life. I was following someone else's idea of holiness. I was following someone else's, you know, idea of, um, just what they wanted in life, what they desired in life, right? I wasn't going with the desires God placed in my heart. I would compare and contrast and say, you know, these desires don't match with theirs. This doesn't make any sense. And I, I would just not follow those desires, Um, but God has made us so uniquely different and it's so beautiful. The different desires he gives in our hearts for each specific person and the calling that he's put on our life. So it's really important that we start to listen to those desires, listen and accept them. So we need to learn to listen and accept the desires and also trust them and pursue them, even if they go against the grain. So for example, God put a desire in my heart to start a jewelry business and I have never made jewelry in my life. I don't know anything about jewelry. I don't know anything about, um, e-commerce. It's just not something I've ever done before, but, I realized that, wow, you know, I didn't just come up with this desire on my own. Like the Lord put it there and I need to trust that this is from the Lord, right? I need to trust that this is from him. And if I'm unsure, again, we have the Holy Spirit. he, he be like, hey, God, I really want your confirmation on this. Hey, Holy Spirit, what is this from you? is this desire from you. He'll tell you, he'll guide you, he'll lead you. He doesn't want you in confusion. He wants you in clarity and he wants you pursuing the desires that he's put into your heart. So don't be scared of them, even if they seem out of the ordinary or too big or something you've never done before, or maybe you're something you feel unqualified for. Trust that the Lord is good and that he gives you the desires of your heart. And and when you trust in them and you get your confirmation, pursue them pursue them, pursue them, pursue them. Don't hold back. Pursue them with faith. Know that the Lord is with you and trust the Holy Spirit to guide you in all your ways. And know that I'm not talking about obviously fleshly desires here that lead you into sin because lead and sin only leads into death. We know this. I'm not talking about those desires. I'm talking about your dreams, the things that make you light up, that brings tears to your eyes. Oh, I'm just going to cry right now, you guys, for real. I've just experienced so much of this with God, and it's just so beautiful. So, But I'm talking about the things that brings tears to your eyes, the things that make you light up, and the things that just make your spirit jump, make you feel alive. Like, the, lo- the Lord brings life, okay, guys? Like, the desires he brings you are going to give you life, not death. Whew! Got me, got me choked up, Jesus. Whew. So pursue them and let the Spirit lead you into them, and trust that you are going to have so much fun. Don't look at these, you know, new things in your pursuit and be like, "Oh, this is a lot of work. I'm scared." And trust me, I'm speaking from experience. But just trust that the path that God is leading you on is going to be a freaking blast. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Now that we've accepted the desires of heart. Let's talk about accepting the past. Ooh, this one's deep. So I personally spent such a long time trying to push away my past but and reject it, almost like, oh, I just want to put this away in a corner and lock it up and act like it never happened. That was totally me. I want to suppress, suppress, suppress. But when I finally accepted it, and stared it straight in the face. All the messy, all the pain, all the sadness, all the rejection, whatever, right? But when I put these things to the light, when I brought it up, when I stared at it, when I processed the emotions, that's a huge key here, guys, is not ignoring the emotions and the pain and whatever you felt when the past, whatever from the past, right? I'm not saying everyone's, like, everyone has damage, everyone's got baggage, But some of us do, okay? And we still have to work through and we still have to process those emotions with the Lord. He was there in every single moment of that. He knows your heart. He knows the broken pieces of you. And he wants to heal them so badly, but he is such a gentleman. He is so caring that he's not going to force them. He's gonna gently nudge. He's gonna gently say, hey, remember, you know, hey, let's, let's bring this up. Let's talk about this. How did you feel? This is what the Lord wants to do with your pain. He wants to bring it to the light. He wants you to have the courage to bring it to the light so he can heal it. The fear that you feel about facing that pain is the thing that's holding you back from moving forward. The thing that's, oh, oh, man, this is for somebody. The thing that is holding you back from moving forward in your purpose, your calling, your life, your life, and happiness and peace and joy to be completely filled that is the thing and jesus died for it bring it up let him heal it like that it's nothing to him it's a finger lift for him the pain and weight that you feel is a finger lift for the mm, for jesus hallelujah praise god so yes This is what I had to do. This was my work. I had to start bringing things to the Lord. And when I did, I experienced so much freedom in an instant. Things I thought about that I held back for years instantly healed. and Oh, such such the power of the Lord. And I'm saying this because I want you to know that this can happen for you too. There's things from your past that you're scared to bring up. Face it. Face it with the Lord, even if you need to. Um, I, hello, hey, (laughs) personally got a spiritual life coach to help me with this pain, to partner with the Lord. God had been already healing so much in me. And one day he spoke to me and said, I need you to partner with me on your healing. So I hired an amazing spiritual life coach. Shout out, LA. Hey, girl. Um, and she really helped me. It was like me, her, and the Holy Spirit. So I just cannot recommend that enough. If you are like, wow, like these things keep coming up in the back of my mind. I keep suppressing them or not, you know, really let allowing myself to process them, allowing myself to feel, allowing myself to say, hey, that wasn't right. Like I really just encourage you to, if it's not, you know, a professional life coach. Um, definitely a friend or a pastor or someone who uh, can really guide you in those things with the Holy Spirit. It's been a complete transformation for me. So I will shout it to the rooftops. Jesus is a healer. And I just want to also say with that, do not let the enemy or yourself convince you that you don't have total freedom available to you in Christ Jesus. But the thing is, just like I said about bring it to the surface and letting the Lord heal it you got to take it and receive it sister receive that healing that is so rightfully yours that Christ died for that he said be healed you are healed you are healed take it receive it okay i'm moving on i'm i'm a i could talk all day about this <laughs> accepting the past <laughs> and moving from it. Because when you accept it, you move from it. You move forward. That's what we're talking about here. We're not saying, I accept the past and I'm going to live in it. We're saying, I accept the past and I'm moving forward in power and strength and in through the Holy Spirit, not by my own might, but by the power of the Lord and by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Okay. We need to move on to the most important part, and that's accepting the truth. Accepting the truth of who the Lord says you are. Amen? And to accept the truth about who you are, you have to know the truth. You have to know it. That's the only way you can accept it. So if you're following Jesus, your ultimate truth should be the word of God. Everything else falls short. I'm telling you, I've seen it over and over again. Everything else will always fall short to the truths of God. What the world says, what your ex-boyfriend says, what you know, your boss says isn't your identity. It is a false reality that we experience daily. But compared to the reality of heaven's glorious truth revealed to us through Christ, nothing can compare. Nothing I really just want to encourage you not to just read your Bible, you know, once a week or every now and then I encourage you to live in the word, something I'm still learning how to do guys, but it's so important because reading the word, living in the word, living by the word is how you renew your mind that while we may be in the world, physically a part of it, let's not forget we are not of the world. That we are forever seated in the heavenly places of the right hand of Christ. That's our position. That's our identity. That is where we live from. But if you don't know the truths of your identity in the word, how will you know to live by it. How how can you accept it? How can you live with truths you've never heard? You have to live in the word. And it's not just going to come by, you know, reading the Bible every now and then. I've experienced this firsthand, speaking from experience here. You have to live by it, almost like it's your source of life. For me, I again, I've experienced this so much. Like, I can live in the presence of God all day, and then I go out in the world and I just fall apart because I have no foundation. The word has to be our foundation. The word has to be the thing that we anchor all our truth in. So when the world around us is showing us something different, we know the truth inside of us that is deep within our hearts is true. We, even when the bill says, oh, you're not going to make it this month. We know that we have the abundance of Christ. When the world says, you know, Oh, you're never going to amount to everything. God says, I have a hope and a future for you. You have to know the truth of the word or you'll accept the false truths of the world. Right? This is so key. Oh my gosh. Accepting the truth of your identity, accepting the truth of the promises of God. So please live in the word. It's going to change your freaking life. It's changing my life. I'm still learning to grow in the word and live by it and live in it. And it's, it's amazing testimony right there for you guys. (laughs) So the very last thing I want to say about self-love and acceptance is get to know yourself. Get to know what you like and what you don't like. Get to know your passions, your favorite type of movies, whatever, because it's really hard to love and accept yourself if you really haven't gotten to know yourself. So give yourself permission to explore. For me, I was so closed off because I was in total self-denial, um, total lack of acceptance of self, but when I started to explore things like dance and clay jewelry making, I found that these interests that I had, you know, that I felt like were so random, they filled me up in a way that binging Netflix show couldn't do, Right. Again, the Lord gives you the desires of your heart. Explore them. Have fun with them. Be with the Holy Spirit and say, hey, let's do this together. And really just accept the things that you like. Even if it's weird or people say it's odd or off or whatever, like, oh, I really like to wear purple and green socks um, and mismatch my pants and my hat. Whatever. Who cares? It's about accepting and loving all the parts of you that maybe the world has told you is weird or different or unacceptable. It's like love, that's where the love comes in, and also allowing the love of the Lord. Say, God, what do you love about this part of me? Like, you, you created me this way, and when you learn to love and accept yourself and all the parts that may seem what you may view as off, um, we start to see how uniquely beautiful God has made each and every one of us. And instead of criticizing or judging or denying and rejecting that part of ourselves, we can love it and accept it. And that empowers us to love and accept others' uniqueness and the way that God created them. So we get to celebrate the fullness of the Lord through loving and accepting ourselves. Praise freaking God, okay? Drop the mic because Jesus is good. All right, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. It's filled, filled, filled with juicy, juicy stuff. So please, if you need to turn back and listen to it, um, do that because it's so worth it. So I'm just going to pray over you guys. Lord, I just break off the spirit of fear. I break off the spirit of rejection and criticism and judgment um, towards ourselves, God, and towards others. God, I just pray for a heart that is just so connected to you, connected to the love you have for us, connected to to the beauty you see in us, the beauty you see in your children, the beauty that you see in the church, the beauty that you see in all of us, God, that you created so we can celebrate and give you glory. Glory to God for all the beautiful uniqueness that he has put inside of you and that he put there for a purpose. And it's beautiful. So I just pray that. I pray against frustration. I pray for just a new confidence, a new love, an increase of love and acceptance for ourselves and others, a new a new walk of just like swagger, God, that we're just so confident and rooted in Jesus that we can just love and accept ourselves fully as we are in our process, in our season, with our past, but knowing the truth about who we are and that we walk in the fullness of you, God. Amen. Bless you guys.